Hey everyone, this is Emmett and Holly from Impromptunes. And we wanted to let you know that Impromptunes is auditioning. That's right, we're looking for you or someone that you know. If you're a strong singer and you're a bit silly, then you're the kind of person that we like. So head to our Facebook page, all the details are on there. We're auditioning in Melbourne in October. If you're thinking about it, do it. Impromptunes, 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 impromptunes. Do you hear the people improvising? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Impromptunes, the completely improvised musical podcast. Please give it up for your MC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our little podcast. My name is Isaac Lim. And I'm joined in the studio by several outstanding people, each of them remarkable in their own way. Paul Beatty, you're standing to my left. Tell me, what what is it that makes you remarkable? Oh, well, um, so many things. Uh, just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a really good listener. <laughs> it's a wonderful skill to have Hopefully. in improv Where we're listening to each other Yes anding people's office I'm giving you a little insight Into the science of improvisation And the art uh, Tell me, what kind of arts are you good at, Teresa Ewan? I am very good at um, You know the one when you get It's like tapestry you know, ah, when you get, it's like yes. a cat and you get like woolly stuff and then you go in little like very uncomplicated shapes. Like cross-stitch. It's not cross-stitch though because it's not that hard. It's ah. the easy version. Do you make like things excellent like Excellent example of yes-anding here in the <laughs> <laughs> Impromptu no, podcast. No, it's not cross-stitch. <laughs> it's not cross-stitch, it's different. It's okay. And listen, listen to those notes. Can you hear them on black and white? It's David Peake using his little fingers to play the notes. Welcome, David. And that is his gorgeous musical response, his acknowledgement. And other people who will not acknowledge me with their words because they don't have a microphone, thankfully, uh, are our support crew in the studio who are busy doing technical things. We have Alexia Mae Brinsley, we have Holly James, and we have Jack O'Reilly, all fulfilling various uh, technical and moral duties this evening. <laughs> now, highly of moral. Course, Holly, Holly's on the moral. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. She's <laughs> nodding firmly, sternly. Moral police. Uh, so, um, the people who aren't in the room uh, uh, include you, dear listener. Uh, you're probably at home uh, doing the dishes or, or something equally exciting. Um, or at work. And... Uh, and we really appreciate you choosing our podcast. Of all of the things you could be listening to while you're uh, wiping the inside of your mugs and scraping off the, the congealed fat on the bottom of your saucepan, you've chosen Impromptunes, which is just wonderful. And, and in particular, we'd like to thank our Patreons. These are people who generously donate their money uh, so that this podcast can uh, can um, be produced. And in particular, we acknowledge our top-tier Patreon, Drumlagen, P-T-Y-L-T-D. We thank you for your kind donation and all the good work that you do in the community, Drumlagen. <laughs> uh, that is I'm such sure... a rounded introduction, well, Isaac. I'm... I just want to put it out there. That was beautiful. 
That's very kind. Did you know that when I did a, a mic test for a um, for voiceover work, they yes. told me that I was too, uh, I had too much diction, too much articulation. They were like, oh. talk like you're at a barbecue. Oh. And you were like, of course I will. Well, too I did, much diction. I did my it's best, terrible. but I've not been to Who many barbecues in much? my time. Julie Andrews and Isaac, exactly. it seems. <laughs> Uh, so I think is the Julie Andrews of improv. <laughs> of improv, full yeah. stop. Well, that's my challenge for the podcast to, to bring in a, to a Julie Andrews type character. <laughs> challenge accepted. Uh, now, um, just to let everybody know that you too can help in the production of this podcast by signing up to become a Patreon. The link is in the episode details. And if you would be so kind as to subscribe and to leave a constructive review or comment, <laughs> then uh, then we, we would really appreciate that as well. Okay, so what are we doing here today, folks? We're doing a, a completely, completely improvised, improvised musical, musical. <laughs> podcast. Uh, and uh, so we uh, get our titles for these musicals from social uh, media of various kinds, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and they are uh, written down by our wonderful producer, Holly James, and put in the bowl of destiny that I have in my hot little hands the bowl of destiny. right now. So um, if you don't mind a little bit of shush, please, as I... <laughs> Give it down. As I pull out uh, the title for this evening's musical... <laughs> The demise of a florist. <laughs> Volunteered to us by Andy Kemp, who lives in Fayetteville. So, uh, we Where will it's be warm. bringing to you for the first and last time the tragedy, the demise of a florist. I give out 
Governor. Hello there. I've come to buy three pence worth of roses with stems on, if you would be so kind. Three pence. Now let's see. Now there, two pence a rose, so that I can give you one and a half. That, that right? will suffice, little boy. I will give one to my beautiful lady wife, and one shall remain in my lapel. Oh, Mr. Jenkins. Ah, you recognize me even in this disguise? Well, of course, sir. You've got a very distinctive voice and mannerisms. It's the way that you twirl the end of your moustache so lustrously in my direction makes me recognize you at once, sir. Pipsqueak, I'm off to have an affair. This, This rose isn't for my wife at all. It's for my mistress, the good Lady Roundling, who lives on 23rd. But, but she's married to Mr. Roundling. How dare you make observations of marital fact. I deal in objects of sexual fantasy. Oh, it was a bit too much information, sir. Yes. I'm only 12. I don't really know what you're talking about. But it sounds rather scary. Well, let it remain that way, little boy. And don't you tell a soul that you saw me here. I'll give you an extra penny for the trouble. Oh, here you go, sir. I'll give you a petal and a half. No extra cost for that, then. Thank you, sir. I, I, I swear to God, I, my tongue is very silent. All right, little James. I might see you next time I want to buy a bouquet to seduce another mistress. Well, you know where to find me, sir. Here in the corner of Harvick and Princhard. Yes. Where am I always at? I have often frequented this little corner of the town. Harvick and Princhard. Yes. The, the Paris end. <laughs> On my... On my way to the areas of disrepute. Oh, well, you be careful there, sir. Careful? Well, you never know what can happen in areas of disrepute. Surely nothing untoward. Sure. One hears rumours, sir. Rumours? Yes, of garden tools flying out of windows and hitting people willy-nilly on the street. Oh, good heavens. In the... Less moral districts. I should get undercover, and not a moment too soon. Down that Milan end of town. Yes, it's not safe at all, sir. Well, I shan't be venturing there. Goodbye, little boy. Wish me well on my way. Good luck to you, Mr. Jenkins. I hope you take care. When you're going to the Munan end of town, you best beware. There are lots of gardeners, and they're rather careless. 
And if you don't watch it, you'll get a haircut and you'll be hairless. When they throw a spatula or a secretaire, you better watch out, sir. You had best beware. There are very sharp things a gardener will find. And just throws them around because he has not very good peace of mind. Oh, it's not safe in the Milan end. Oh, it's not safe at all. Oh, it's not safe in the Milan end. Better be careful. Oh, it's not safe in the Milan It's not safe at all. Oh, it's not safe in the Milan Best you be careful. You could trip on the gutter, you could slip and hit your head right open You could see a prostitute, she could ask for a penny too much And you could see a policeman, he might stop you to death Or you see a vandal and you be really in strife It's not safe in the Milan It's not safe at all It's not safe in the Milan Best you be careful James! Little James! Uh, uh, Struck on the head with a pair of secateurs! Uh, sir! Uh, oh, oh, Lord Jenkins! Uh, I heard your. Oh, hush! James! Hush, Lady Rungley! Don't attract attention! This boy just sold me three pence of flowers. That I was purchasing for you. Oh, oh, it's a. Uh, how, how many pence? One and a half pence per flower? Two pence per flower, which means you have. Don't get I, bogged down so in the math, my lady. We must dispense of the body immediately. Quickly, get that Hessian rag. I shall. Oh, you are so manful and forthright. Allow me to get the Hessian and let me comment on your diction. Ah, yes. Let's pull it over him. Oh, it's but... so rough on my hands, but good for a street urchin. Yes. A befitting funeral cloth for a poor little boy. Oh, hello, hello. What's going on here, then? Oh, oh, that would oh be nothing. officer. <laughs> officer <laughs> What's Brinsley? this uh, bag doing on the street, then? Oh, hmm? Well, I was just lugging it home. It's full of flour, what oh. I purchased from the marketplace. Yes, and I was helping him as a married woman who has a husband, helping him to choose the flour for his lady wife. Oh. Yes, simply a friend. Lady yes. Roundley and I nothing went to school more than together. That. Absolutely. Yes. We share a love of flour. Ah, yes. Won't you help me? I um, just What's that uh, red substance that seems to be seeping syrup, northward sir. from, in it a northward syrup. direction from the sack? It is, it is syrup. It oh. is Venetian flower syrup. Venetian flower syrup, made of finest Venetians. Yes. Uh, Venetians yes, in the it's syrup? A, it's a type this of flower. Is... 
most unusual. It's F-L-O-W-E-R in the F-L-O-U-R. Yes, don't get bogged down in the linguistics no, of no. it, sir. Just allow us to take the head and foot of this bag of flour and run along. Right, you're nicked and you come with me. That's right. Don't strangle me. No. Shush, you old fuddy duddy. Oh, blast. Now I've got myself in a real pickle. We're going to need a bigger bag. Yes, why don't you grab that silken, <laughs> that silken gown that seems to have fallen from the top of that open window overlooking the square? Yes, and I shall drag it over these two sacks of flour, and then we will away with them to your home and and we can bury them or something. I've got a good idea. Why don't we throw them into my very deep pond? No <gasps> oh. one will find them there. Mrs. Jenkins says the pond was a folly, but I knew it was wisdom. I'm a man whose reputation is most sturdily built. But now before you, you see a man who's pained with terrible guilt. You are a man whose reputation so far and wide known that but now I see you here payment under the burden of I have always endeavored to do right but now from my conscience I am forced to take flight here I am with blood-stained hands. Won't you please help kindly man? You are a man whose reputation does precede him. And I know so I will wash the blood from your hands for you. Together, we, we must never tell this secret I ever. You are. I, I notice that you are living in the 
ha- the apartment above the corner of uh, Ari and Pritchard Street. Yes, I have been living here for six months since I moved from Paris to become a go-go dancer. Because it was reported to the police, mm. that is myself, uh, allow me to present oui. myself, my badge. My name is Monsieur Pilpov. Monsieur Pilpov. Oui. Your uh, badge is so shiny as are your shoes. Oh, thank you very much. Mm. I, I like to shine. I take great care. I spend two hours each day shining off my shoes so that they are perfect shiny. Mm. I'm a, what you call a meticulous. Yes. Well, Mama said uh, you can never fail to meticulous man. I have a great attention to detail. Like uh-huh. I noticed today that you are a blonde lady. Oui. Very pretty, young. Oh. I guess your age, you are 34. Ah! Oh. Guess again, people. Oh, sorry, 32. And you, with your accent, I would say that you are from the south end of London. The uh, Egypt yeah. end. No? Uh, all right, you got me. Oh, I could tell there was an I'm not from France. There. I'm from here. Aha. Yes, I know. I know. You're from the Egypt end. I can, I can smell it on you. Um, so, you have the apartment. Mrs. Flong. You have the apartment above the corner of Eric and Pritchard Street. No? You know, and this you're, very pretty apartment. Of, you're pretty offensive, like, I don't know why I should even speak to you. Oh, madame, I mean no offence. But I, you have offended me. Oh. Just because I was at an orphanage growing up with no hopes and decided to pretend to be French in the hopes of meeting someone who will possibly fall in love with my Frenchness doesn't mean you can insult me and say I smell like the end of an L. Uh, it's just the Egypt then. It is, it's just London. It's, I'm sorry, madame. I did not mean to offend you. You are, as I said, very beautiful. In my description of your blonde hair, your your cardinias in the left ear, and your, yeah. you have a beautiful exotic smell from the Egypt end of London. That is not All right, all right, insulting. all right, all right. You've, you've, you've redeemed yourself. Oh, well. Now, yesterday, I was sitting in my chair and I was wearing my silken robe just looking out the window thinking one day things will be different for me mm-hmm. and then I noticed a spider on my robe so I took it I screamed ah! and then I threw it out the window and when I threw it out the window I noticed that there was a little boy lying in the street <gasps> a little boy we have been looking for little James the flower seller and he has been last seen here at this corner and it was reported I dressed flew out the window and this is exactly why I come knock knocking on your door madame because you have seen something that I want to know about you must know you must have the clue for how I will find poor well hopefully very well little James disappeared little James He's the one who sells me my gardenias. Yes, this is the very boy. And he is very nice. He was so kind and so disinterested in the sordid things in life. All he wanted to know about was horses and what it was like to live in the country. And Oh, James, little James.
tiny little flower selling chimes. He would never hurt a fly in his life. I can't believe he's gone, my little James. Little James. He was a little strange But affectionate and sweet as the flowers he sold Oh, where has he gone? Nobody knows, but you must see Tell me what you have sold I remember I must can't find him, what? nobody knows All the flowers he left lying around Oh, so wait! He was short, a flower and a half Lying on the ground I think it was a rose It was a clue I remember him regularly someone who wanted to get them to you someone who he suspected he suspected life of the man the man with the handlebar moustache handlebar moustache man with a handlebar moustache. And two, one and a half flowers. Yes. Thank you very much, madam. Splish! <laughs> and may we never see the wretched things again. Oh, oh, Mr. Jenkins. Oh, Charles Jenkins, you handsome, manly man. Oh, Lady Roundling, I love it when you use my full name. Oh, and I love it when you just call me Lady Roundling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As I will for the remainder of our wonderful, wicked relationship. Yes, our dark affair made more sumptuous and salty by this little secret. Yes. A little sordid secret that binds us together in the hands of the devil. A little tawdry, saucy secret. Two, that I will never tell. Will you? 
Certainly not, my love. Here, let me give you this rose that I purchased for you on the corner of Harvick and Pinchred Street. It's magnificently red. Yes, red as the as the Venetian syrup. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're witty, man, Mr. Jenkins. And red as your beautiful red lips. And red as my passion for you, Mr. Charles Jenkins. Oh, Lady Roundling, let me tear open your outer layers. (laughs) Look, another layer! Oh, and another one! Oh, another layer! And here's another one! (laughs) How wonderful it is to live in such restrained times, where everybody is so well layered. Yes, I love a man who's layered. If you pull back the layers of my onion, you may see my foot and its bunion. If you tear uh, some bark off a tree, then you'll see my scabby knee. And if you pull the green bits off my leek, oh, you could get a sneaky peek of my little pinky finger. If you tear off a. Uh, 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 <laughs> you see me right to the very core. Oh, Charles, I like that you want to see the insides and the outsides even more. Oh, Lady Rowling, you make me hot. Oh, Lady Rowling, you make me everything I'm not. Oh, I'm gonna be the one to What's inside? What's inside your soul? What's inside? What's inside? What's inside? What's inside? What's inside your soul? When I was just a little boy, I was told that I could not enjoy all my primitive impulses, and so I became repressed as a Victorian gentleman. So anxious, anxious and sad Oh, and that anxiousness is translated into bad Oh, all these things deep inside of me Oh, I want to get out viciously Oh, I'm just a repressed gentleman Repressed gentleman What's inside? What's inside soul? What's inside? What's inside soul? Gonna see what's inside What's inside soul? What's inside? What's inside soul? What's inside? 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 Show me what's inside. 
marque bleue. Ah, bonjour, um, monsieur uh, Lady Roundling and monsieur Jenkins. Ah, bonjour. Um, perhaps you could put on a few of those clothes, please. Uh, it was... We were doing some gardening and it was very hot. It was very hot. We were having a little splash in the pond, weren't yes, we, my Yes, we were, because it was so warm. Not your love, just your friend. <laughs> <laughs> not to worry, not to worry. I am French. We are very open-minded. So, you are probably wondering why I am here? Certainly, sir. Yes. This is my private property. This is... Have yes. you a warrant? Well, certainly, monsieur. Here is my warrant and here is my badge. I am Monsieur Pipoff. The famous French detective. I've heard of you. I too have heard of you, sir. And I am here to investigate a case about little James and Officer Brinsley, who was I... a good friend of mine who suddenly has disappeared I off can't... the face of the earth. I can't say I've ever heard of them. No, mm. no, Doesn't never heard of them. Doesn't sound familiar. Mm. No, James, no, no, no I don't think no. so. I, heard, I knew a, a Jimmy once and a Jeff. Yes, I knew a Jack and a, a Jacqueline, a Joel. Yeah. I see yes. But I see what is happening here. And I think you are lying to me. Oh. Monsieur, you have a long, twinkly moustache. And I noticed that gesture that you just did when you curled the ends of your moustache. Did I say massage? I mean moustache. Yes, They're well, very I... similar words, you know. He does give a very good massage. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was too much information. Mm -hmm. And what if I twirl my moustache? I keep it well oiled so that I keep a fresh visage when I walk along the terrace or walk into the open square? Well, the person, the one person in the world who saw what happened at the corner to Little James at Harvick and Pritchard Street was Mrs. Flon. And she said she saw a gentleman of a very distinguished appearance, which is very like your person, and has twirling a moustache as well. Well, one clue doesn't do anything, does it? No, that one clue is not enough. Well, and yet, I have more clues. What? Pish posh! From yes, Monsieur Madame. Pipoff? That, that is a lovely flower, I see, that you are holding in your hand. Uh... From where did you get this flower? May I ask? Um, it's from that, uh, Mr. Charles Jenkins. Ah, Mr. <gasps> Jenkins. But Once again, you are brought to the scene of the crime because from the crime scene, uh, somebody purchased one and a half roses from Little James before well, he this died. Is one and rose. I that can see you have anything. one rose in your hand and half a flower in your pocket. <gasps> so. This is conclusive. Well, you, sir. Oh. You've caught me. Ha ha ha. You wicked Frenchman. And you. I trusted you, Roundling. How could you betray me? I'm going to jump into the pond. Goodbye, world. No, don't do it. Shh. Oh. it when this happens. <laughs> I have to swim and get him. I... I got you! I got you! I pull you out with me! Oh, get off me! Get off me! Get off me! Oh no! I'm falling in the pond! Oh god! Oh, I can't! Is it really worth it? Okay, I go in with her! Get out of here! And so, officer, arrest this man and this lady because 
They have killed poor little James and Officer Brinsley. It is a simple crime. <sighs> I submit. Ah. You submit. That is good. Yes. At last, I will not have to live with the guilt around the demise of a florist. Yes, poor little James. He deserves a funeral. And we'll give it to him right now. A cute little boy with a cute little name. Our little James wouldn't want us to be sad. He would want us to be glad. Little James, he was like a lonely tree out in the forest he was good as can be he was the best florist in the paris end of london town let's break this down a five six seven eight little james he was such a little trooper Little James selling flowers He was making money out of his pooper Little James would want the world to remember him As the happy little guy that he was The happy little guy who loved to give flowers to everyone Little James, he was so nice He brought everyone some sugar and spice had the best flowers in town He had never had a frown Little James, James he was so nice Little James was sugar and spice Little James, James was oh. so nice Little James was sugar and spice Little James got to Dishes. I hope we yeah. brought a little smile to your little faces. Uh, I certainly had a big old smile on my big face. <laughs> I, I mean, 
<laughs> what about you guys? Um, I um, I really appreciated your Poirot-esque uh, detective call. Oh, thank you, Isaac. Yes. I appreciated your dastardly character as yes, well. Yes, I've had lots of practice in real life. <laughs> and uh, and Teresa, what a what a wonderful shapeshifter you were in this particular story. Yeah, French, terrible Cockney, and your one true love, Mrs. Roundling. Yes, our Mrs. Roundling. So many wonderful characters. Mr. Jenkins, Mr. Ping Pong, and... <laughs> Little James! 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 Little